What's up, friends? I am excited for today's episode because one of my friends, Faith Hannon, is my special guest. Faith is, honestly, she's amazing. She's a Jesus lover, a wife, a barrel racer. What is that? A worship leader, an accidental SEO expert, a copywriter, a podcaster, and a wrangler of tiny humans. She podcasts over at Simple SEO and Marketing, where she shares a shoot you straight, very practical tips on how to scale your online business using SEO, keywords, and blogging. Faith is a firm believer that business and Christianity should always intersect. SEO shouldn't require a Harvard degree and that horse hair and dog hair are a legit part of any good day. And she's hilarious. Our conversation touches on speaking the truth in love, especially around the holidays, especially if it's a a sensitive subject or a hard conversation, and really how to do that in a way that still honors the Lord. So I hope that this conversation blesses you and that you take away some really good tips because she provides very practical advice. But before we do get into our conversation, I just want to share today's featured review. And this is from Jess Vaughn 22. She says, great topics. We need more talks around mental health and God and that he is the healer, but also practical tips to apply in our everyday lives. Grateful for Erica doing this. So thank you, Jess Vaughn, for leaving that review. I'm really grateful for you and just for the fact that you took time to share your feedback with us. We really do appreciate it. And we always welcome all the feedback. So go ahead and leave a review if you haven't already. Five stars is wonderful, but honesty is the best policy. All right, guys, without further ado, here's my convo with Faith. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz-Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, if you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. And we're back. I've got Faith Hannon. (laughs) Faith Sita is fast becoming one of my favorite people, and I'm excited to share our conversation with y'all for a couple of reasons. One, because she's a lot like me and that she's a straight shooter and she's hilarious. And y'all know that I think I'm that I think I'm hilarious. And then two, she's also full of wisdom. And today's conversation is going to really bless you. So Faith, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Erica. Every time I talk about you, I'm like, I tell my husband, I'm like, oh yeah, my Puerto Rican friend, my favorite Puerto Rican. That's right. I know. (laughs) And I'm always telling my husband, I'm like, you know, we should do this or that. And he's like, where's this coming from? Well, Faith and I were talking about, and he's like, uh, enough. (laughs) It's good though. It's good. So you're here. I went through your intro, you know, your bio in the intro, but like, who is Faith? What, 
led you to where you are, what the Lord has you doing and, you know, what would you want to share about your testimony? Oh, you want the whole version or like the short version? We want like, <laughs> give me everything. No. Give me everything. No. So like, it's kind of funny. Cause like, you know, we say hindsight's 2020, right. Mm-hmm. But like, so I know that it's kind of like not the common testimony. Right. So I've literally known Jesus my whole life and like, praise God. Like how amazing is that, that I've like, I didn't have to go through that hard stuff without Jesus. But I, yeah, I remember asking Jesus into my heart when I was four years old. My mom says that I did before then, because apparently I went up for lots of altar calls, <laughs> but I remember the time when I was four years old and I was coming out of children's church. And like, I remember the dress that I had on. And I remember telling mom, like, mama, it's Jesus into my heart today. And oh. you know, I had apparently done it lots of times before, but that one, I very vividly remember. And then like, mm-hmm. I remember like making decisions as a young child of, is this going to be pleasing to the Lord or not? And I grew up in like, I mean, my, my mom and my grandma are just like phenomenal, you know, Christian women. And like, I grew up in really awesome churches and like, Mm -hmm. you know, hosting traveling ministers in my grandma's house and like got baptized in my grandma's bathtub, like whole nine yards. And like, and so like, I grew up in this environment of faith and like just tenacity. And then after I graduated high school, I was like, yo, I went out of Colorado. I'm Mm -hmm. so tired of this state. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And so I really thought I was going to end up in Texas because I love rodeo and ag and horse people. And I grew up rodeoing. And for some reason I was like, I need to be in Texas. Well, I almost made it to Texas. I'm in Oklahoma, like 10 miles from the state line. Wow. But like, I was all set to go to school in Texas, like enrolled everything. And then we stopped to visit these friends who live in the Southwest corner of Kansas that are like family. And She's like, Hey faith, why don't you like check out the college that's here? And I was like, whatever. Well, I walked on the campus and got a tour without like unannounced. I'm like, Hey, I'm here. Can I have a tour? They gave me a tour, offered me a job, a scholarship and like half the tuition that I was going to be paying in Texas. And I was like, well, snap, (laughs) I'll stay here for six months and then I'm gone. You know? And I ended up like, I got the set because this, this, these friends of ours, like they go to the church that I go to now. And like, I just always knew that that was the church I was going to go to. That's where I was going to be. And so like, we just got super plugged in. I have literally never visited another church in this Mm -hmm. area. I knew that's where I was supposed to be planted. And my whole life, like I've been in church my whole life, but I'd never been like planted in the house of the Lord, Mm -hmm. like really growing deep roots. And so I was there like every time the doors were open, usually late, but I was there. (laughs) But then I finished college. I graduated my bachelor's in three years. And then I knew that I was supposed to go to Bible college. So I went to Bible college in Tulsa, like always with the intention of coming back to serve in my church. And while I was at Bible college, I met this man Mm. that I was like, oh, Oh, I'm either going to marry you. Or I'm not going to ever be able to talk to you ever because I just think that you're amazing. So anyway, I married Nate Hannon oh. and he had said like, I'm never going to live in Oklahoma. Well, here we are in Oklahoma. 12 years right. later. And I always knew that I wanted to serve the Lord with everything that I had. And I remember being in these places in these seasons, like, especially after Bible college, where it's like, we literally in Bible college heard so many times that 
unless you're working in full-time ministry, you're not in ministry for work. So I tried, like we tried to start our own like parachurch ministry. Like I still serve in church. Like, I think that's hugely important, but Mm -hmm. it took a lot of like me trying to figure out what my calling was and like me just like, okay, pursuing this or like this network marketing or selling headbands to pay for barrel races, like Mm -hmm. a lot of these like little steps. And then finally one day the Holy spirit was like, you know, that I gave you this passion for business too. (laughs) So, um, just kind of through an evolution of like really letting the Holy spirit lead. Like I took this course and learned this thing. And I did this little aspect in business and I built this thing and this thing. And just like, it's coming together is just a beautiful marriage of business and ministry and using these gifts and skills that I never could have pieced together myself, that the Holy spirit is built into this really fun business for me that I see as a ministry as well. And then I also get to serve in my church and leading worship and whatever else. I was getting teary eyed. Y'all can't see me, but I'm very (laughs) pale. And, uh, when I get emotional, parts of my face get very red. So I had that reaction because, you know, my daughter is four and she asked to accept Jesus in her heart in April after she turned four. And I remember wondering if she was too young and then I met you and you shared your testimony with me and I cried just knowing like when I looked for confirmation, you brought me the very person who has walked this out as well in the way that my little girl is, you know, that's cool. So, so I have to say that you're an answer to prayer. I know. So one of the things that I love about you is that you are so you're like a powerhouse communicator and not just are you savvy with words, but your delivery is so bomb. You're hilarious and you know what you want to say and how to say it. And of course, that helps in your business because you're literally a communicator in your Mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. So can you talk a little bit about what you do and if people don't know what like copywriter and SEO and all these like words are like, just like, you know, everyday person explanation for them. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially what I do is I help businesses get more foot traffic in their online door. You know, if we were brick and mortar stores, I would be helping people get more butts and seats. Yeah. yeah. But because it's online business, I help people get more, more eyeballs and more people in their online business. Yeah. And what does communication have to do with that? Oh, it's everything, you know, cause if you, you can do all of the backend stuff, all the hacks, all of that. But then if you can't clearly communicate how you help somebody mm-hmm. and you can't speak in a language that, you know, connects to their heart, like it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You can have the, the most beautiful storefront and draw people in, but then they come in and you're a jerk wad and nobody's going to want to buy your stuff. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So how does that apply to everyday life for people who are not communicating with people on a business front, you know, what about talking to your family, um, communicating hard things with your spouse? How does that, (laughs) you know, apply? So as far as, okay. So like I have to do things kind of backwards, right? Because like, I'm clear, I'm a straight shooter. I'm to the point. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it's really hard for me to do things in a way that they will be received. Like I have to work at that Mm -hmm. because my husband, (laughs) like 
he really helps me. He's like, faith, you got to sandwich it. You got to sandwich it. And so Mm. I usually have the idea that I want to communicate clearly, like the thing that I want to say. And then I try to package it in a way that will be received. It's the feedback sandwich. Yep. Sure. In corporate America, it's like, here's something positive. Here's Mm -hmm. your opportunity. And then we're going to end on a high note. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Drove me nuts. (laughs) You know, if you bring it back to the gospel, like Jesus communicated the truth and love, he didn't pull any punches. Like he told people, Hey, the way that you're living is literally going to lead you to hell. Stop Mm -hmm. it. But he did it in such a way that it was received. Mm -hmm. And oddly enough, my love language is words of affirmation. So like, Same. Like, like, don't be like, don't be a jerk to me, you know, like it's yeah. straight, but like, don't be a jerk wad. Yeah. But, you know, just thinking about like Jesus was, he was the way, the truth and the life, but he was always love in the flesh as well. So his spirit lives in me. His spirit lives in his, you know, each one of his children. So if we have his spirit in us and we have his ability to communicate clearly and effectively and in love. So when you're thinking about communicating effectively, in a loving way, communicating something that someone is not going to like, let's just say, say you are setting a boundary with someone and you Mm -hmm. can anticipate that they're not going to be too fond of this boundary because it doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily benefit them. Mm. How do you communicate that in a way that is loving without being offensive? And I just want to say that Mm -hmm. I understand we can't make someone receive it in a way that is not offensive. Like people choose to take offense, Mm -hmm. but if, if we do have any opportunity in, or any hand in delivering it in a loving way, like what is your, how do you think about what that looks like? Mm, Boundaries are a fun topic. Okay. So first off, I think you always have to communicate knowing that you are loved. Like Mm. you have to know that you are loved, like regardless of how this person receives it, you are absolutely loved the king of the universe died for you. And so you need to know that you're loved. You need to know who you are in Christ. And then how that person receives something won't affect you as deeply, but then also you need to communicate knowing that that person is loved as well. Mm -hmm. That Jesus died for them just as much as he died for you. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, boundaries or like, you know, if you see somebody that is like doing something that is detrimental to them and you have to communicate like, Hey, stop smoking crack. Like Mm -hmm. it's not good for you. Like you have to think of the end. Like what is the end result of this behavior? If this person continues this behavior, like, well, it's literal death, like Mm -hmm. sin. The Lord hates sin, not because it's just like you gross, but because it ultimately kills us and it separates us from him, you know? Mm -hmm. And there's a verse in Proverbs 24 that says, rescue those being led away to death and hold back those staggering towards slaughter. Mm-hmm. And so whatever that issue is, like, you know, maybe they're just like, whatever that boundary is being crossed or like that hard thing that you have to communicate, like it is ultimately for their good. Do I love them enough to communicate this hard truth? Mm-hmm. Even if it means that I, <laughs> they may not like me anymore. Yeah, that's so true. Okay. Quick break. Here is a short message from our sponsor slash podcast producer. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but you don't know how and where to start? It's too much. It's overwhelming. Trust me. I get it. Let George Joy podcast production and management services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. 
message jorisjoy at facebook.com forward slash jorisjoy. And guess what? The link is in the show notes. All right, back to the show. The verse that references speaking the truth in love is Ephesians chapter four, verse 15. And it says, Mm -hmm. instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect, the mature Mm -hmm. body of him who is the head that is Christ. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maturity is is mentioned here. And I think it's so important to remember that when you are having hard conversations, there's a level of maturity that you have to have to be number one, willing, and then number one, you know, capable of doing it. So Mm -hmm. I love that you are thinking about the end as you're considering the path to having that Mm -hmm. conversation. So Mm -hmm. when you want to clearly communicate, what would you say your top tips are? It just... Clear communication. Cut cut to the chase. That's right. Like cut to the chase. And like I say this, and this is something that I have to practice too, because sometimes Nate's like, he'll be like, so you said all this to say this one thing. And I'm like, oh yeah, I did. Mm. (laughs) And sometimes it's like, oh yeah, like just sit and think a minute. Like, what do I want to actually get across? Like Mm. women, especially like we want to know all the backstory and all the connections Mm. and like, you know, all of the things related to it. And men are like, just give me the cliff notes. Yeah. Know your audience. Yeah. Yep. Know your audience. So know what you're going to say, know who you're speaking to. Mm-hmm. And you said before, just knowing that you're fully loved, right? Mm-hmm. Like God loves us. You are yep. coming from a place of love and speaking yep. to someone who is loved by the same creator. I love that. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, communication is, is essential for any healthy relationship, you know, mm-hmm. and when you know people and you know their love language and you know how they receive communication, you know how they receive correction, you know, and it's a lot of it is tone, like goodness gracious. Like I can't even Mm -hmm. tell you how many conversations I've had, like, okay, like you, what you said is not bad, but it's how you said it, you know, and women hear tone more than men do. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. a, it's a proven fact. Yeah. And, and we've had lots of conversations in our house and I'm like, okay, like that, you didn't hear that tone, but I did. You know, but it makes a difference. It makes a difference. And then you also have to consider like, what platform do I have to speak into this person's life? Um, as far as like communicating truth and communicating clearly. So I had a, a thing happen when I was, I think I was probably like 18 and I had just got done riding my horse and exercising my horse. And like, I'd taken her like down the road and like the bar ditch and it was fine. Like she's broke. It's fine. But I was like, I, it was summer and I wanted to get a tan. So I was riding in shorts and flip-flops, which is, you know, not the smartest thing, but it's not the dumbest thing I've ever done either. And I get home, I get back to like, put my horse up. And this lady comes out of my grandma's house who like, I've never seen before in my life. Like Mm -hmm. I've heard about her when she says who she is. I know who she is, but like, I, like, I don't, I don't know this woman from Adam. Right. I just know about her. And Mm -hmm. she proceeds to lecture me about my poor decision to ride in shorts and flip-flops. So I was like, you know, I was 18, I was headstrong and I was like, screw you. I didn't receive that correction and that communication one bit right? because I had no, I did not know how much she cared. I, I mean, I had no frame of reference for that, you know? So especially like, I think about going into the holidays and like, you know, coming together with family that you maybe haven't seen in a while, you know, mm-hmm. and you've got a crazy cousin who just dyed her hair blue and you want to mouth off about <laughs> how dumb she looks or like, you know, all these things like, do you really need to say something? Does she really need to just know that she's loved? Mm -hmm. Is this thing actually leading to detriment? 
or does she just need to, does she actually need corrected or does she just need loved? Yeah. A lot of times I think we get in our own heads and we're, we're thinking too, too much, too deep about Mm -hmm. things that are like second level priority issues. Right. And I Mm -hmm. think what you said, like, does she need to know that she's loved or does she need to know that she's wrong? And I would say that every time a person first needs to know that they're loved. Right. And then you kind of move into that conversation if it is the place, the space, and the time. And I want to say that there have been a lot of times when having gone through something, I felt like I was qualified to mm-hmm. like talk to someone about something. But ultimately, like it's not really about what you go through so much as like who you are to someone mm-hmm. now that you're like sharing that perspective, you know? Right. And uh, we have to remember, like, what's super important to us is not that important to other people. Mm-hmm. And like, I think, you know, there's things that maybe we have a conviction about yeah, that are, are just like, they are just our conviction. Mm. It's not necessarily like that. I can't find anywhere in the scripture that says you shouldn't dye your hair blue. Mm-hmm. I read through the Bible lots of times. I can't, I can't find that. Do yeah. I want to dye my hair blue? No. Yeah. But that does not mean that I need to ream somebody over the coals about it. That's right. Yeah. You know, that reminds me of a a person I had not seen since grade school. I'm 34 now. Mm-hmm. Grade school. I think the last time I saw this person in person, I was 12 because the person was like two years older than me or mm-hmm. maybe 11. That's over 20 years, right? Yeah. Hits me up on social on Instagram and thank God I got off Instagram because it's just a weird place, but hits me up on Instagram. And I had shared something about like a Disney movie. Like Mm -hmm. I I, like shared a video of like my daughter dancing to a Disney song or something Mm -hmm. and hits me up to lecture me about Disney. Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to say that you're communicating this because you really care, but I'm having a hard time like seeing how this is the most important thing to talk to me about after 20 years, you know? (laughs) Yeah. No, like, hi, how are you? Yeah. Glad you didn't die. Yeah. What you been up to? Yeah. By the way, you're a failure life because you're letting your kid watch Disney. Oh my gosh. And the holidays can be like that because you don't see these family members all the time. If you hit them up, it's maybe for their birthday or because something Mm -hmm. happened, right? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, coming around the holidays can be triggering for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. If you guys have had situations that still haven't been resolved, or, you know, if this is the family member that talks politics and nobody wants to hear it, or they're just opinionated, or you're that person, like, we just have to remember, like, like, sometimes it's not it. And I love coming back to just the very foundational piece that you led with is like, knowing that you are loved by the creator by the same creator and speaking to someone in a loving tone in a loving fashion communicating a message of love before you communicate the message of correction if you're gonna communicate that message if it's appropriate right yeah and you know like especially around the holidays I can't think of very many instances when I would need to correct somebody in my family unless it was about how they were interacting with my kids Mm. you know, cause mama bear comes out 
Yes. And, you know, some of those conversations are a little bit harder than, and not that anybody in my family does anything bad. Like I'm just thinking like extended family, like trying to feed my kids candy or something like that. And I'm, a, yeah. I'm really strict about that. And so, but it's like, just be clear and be kind, you know, and yeah. something else that I've thought of about like holidays and communicating there is like holidays are hard. And, you know, you touched on that and, and especially for in the past two years, like my grandma moved to heaven, my pastor moved to heaven, like mm. not that we did Christmas with my pastor, but like there's just a lot of emotions around holidays and somebody may be dealing with something that you have no idea what they're going through, especially mm -hmm. if they're a family member that you only see every couple of years, you know, like they're mm -hmm. probably not spilling their guts to you. You probably don't know about the fight that they just had. And so just like having extra grace for that, like I've never once regretted having extra grace for somebody, but mm -hmm. I have often regretted not having enough grace for them. Boom. Mic drop. That's good. Faith, I could talk to you all day, but I'm not going to keep you because you have <laughs> children and chickens. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't actually have chickens. I don't actually have chickens. She only I, has horses. I have horses and dogs and I've had, right. had chickens, but I don't currently have chickens, but everybody thinks I have chickens and pigs and it's a running joke in our group. It is. It's good though. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep bringing it back. I mean, I'm going to get chickens someday, but when I had chickens when they were little, they didn't, I, they didn't last real long. My dog killed them all. So, oh man, Farm extra life grace is for brutal. your dog. Seriously. Huh? I said yeah. extra grace for your dog. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Shoot. Well, what are you working on right now and where can everybody find you? So I am in the process of launching a course called the organic marketing framework, where mm -hmm. I'm going to help Christian entrepreneurs get more leads from their website organically using mm -hmm. blogging, SEO, and keywords and website strategy. And it is like, I mean, I know I'm excited about it because it's mine, but it's kind of, it's going to be baller. I'm excited about it. And it's not <laughs> mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I've got a, I've got a live workshop helping people get more leads, live boot camp, get more leads boot camp, January 5th. It's not just going to be a sell you my stuff bootcamp. Like I'm legit going to give you some tips. We're going to do some keyword research. If people are live, mm. you might get your name picked for me to actually help you do your keyword research. And that that's free. And then my course is going to be like literally years and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of experience poured into teaching this, yeah. this framework. So I'm pretty excited about it. I'm excited for you too. I know you've been working on this hard. We talk about it like every day mm -hmm. and um, Faith is really good at what she does, guys. So if you are a business owner or you're thinking about starting a business, you're thinking about blogging, you don't want to pay for ads. So mm -hmm. definitely take some lessons from Faith, even just checking out her podcast and, you know, receiving what she pours into us there. I'm subscribed. I definitely listen to every one of your episodes. So what is your podcast name? Simple SEO and marketing. I love it. We're going to have a link to everything. So make sure you guys are checking it out and Faith, where can everybody find you? A uh, really simple SEO and marketing on all of the podcast platforms. I'm on Instagram, like a smidge. Mm. But that's about it. And my website is faithhannon.com and all the links and all the things are there. Sweet. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Let's see you guys soon. Thanks for tuning in. And if you are not checking out Faith's website or her podcast, make sure that at the very least 
you are checking out that workshop, especially if you have a business idea and you want it to grow organically. I love you guys and I'll see you on the next one. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.